You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trev Keys, alongside the big brother T3, Teddy Keys. Ted, I might as well just let you take over because the fact that this man continues don't get your hope don't get your hopes up because it's not happening but i'm gonna let you speak because you've just had all the good luck in the past couple weeks and trev continues to suffer when watching sports as of recently you're not a good like come on this is i i just don't understand it man what is the what is the football what is the football slash sports gods have against me all my teams, whether it's the Giants having a, an awful season, Ohio State finishing off disappointingly, the Dallas Cowboys have the best shot of making a possible Super Bowl run since the 90s. And then last night, oh, also the Yankees have one of the worst seasons they've had in quite some time. It's just like suffering to me, Ted. I might as well just let you take over because right now, you, let's think about what Ted has hit since, oh, realistically, since – Almost Christmas time, probably a little before Christmas time. He is a kid. <laughs> he wins fantasy football. He continues to pick the right teams. Oh, and he also won some more money because of a uh, another league that he was in. He won that, and then while Trev is continuously sliding, and faltering, and struggling, and suffering, and last night was another, I guess, addition to that suffering for me. As finally, I'm only congratulating two people that are close to my heart, Kevin Nolan and Eddie Glenn, because they are Michigan fans. No, I'm not congratulating you, Ted, because I know you're supposed you like Michigan. I'm not congratulating my father because he is supposedly a Michigan fan. I'm just not going to congratulate any other Michigan fans. Congratulations, well deserving of winning a national championship. You were truly the best team in college football this year, and it was on full display last night. And then you got the play, and then you got the NFL playoffs starting. Ted, this is a good time for football fans. If you're a football fan, like I said, this is a great time for football fans. But also, as we talked about last episode, this is a sad time because football is nearing down until the end or until September. And I don't know, Ted. I don't know how we do it. I don't know how everybody else does it. So, Ted, let's get into it. You picked straight up. You picked Michigan. I picked Washington. We talked about it though last episode. One of the big keys for Washington, for them to establish success last night, was slowing Michigan down on the tre- in the trenches. And as you could tell, that did not go the way that the Huskies were hoping for. The Michigan Wolverines rushed for 300-plus yards last night. Blake Corum had a field day. And Donovan Edwards, boy, oh, boy, it was good to get him back if you're a Michigan fan. Two huge runs to really set this game up as what kind of what the flavor of the, the night was going for Michigan. Running the football, J.J. McCarthy was almost non-existent but delivered the throws, kind of like what Jimmy G did back in the day for San Fran until he didn't do that in the Super Bowl. But that's what it felt like last night. They just ran the football, controlled the clock, won in the trenches, Washington had no answer. Michael Penix got beat up, literally walking off the field limping. I mean, that was a, that was the worst possible outcome for the Washington Huskies was last night, getting dominated like that for an offense that has been flourishing and has dominated throughout the season, moving at fast pace. Nobody really had an answer for this offense. And Michigan, that's what happens when you play closest to Ted, like you said, closest to a. NFL defense and NFL defense. Yeah, no, and that that's was, what they did. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm going to give Washington credit. They deserve to be there. I'm not saying they shouldn't. No, 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 absolutely. Well, and they, this is a whole other animal. Pretty tough competition this year. Yeah, you know, they beat Oregon twice. They beat Utah. They beat USC. They beat Texas, and Penix looked great. The difference was, though, they had not faced a formidable defense like this. No defense that they played was close to this. Maybe Oregon. But still, the physicality was different, you know, in the difference. Yeah. I, we talked about it last night, you know, a little hometown kind of talk, but similar to what North Haven High School football does, pound and ground the football and then play solid. Pound and ground? You, you, you ground and pound, Ted. It's ground and pound, Ted. 
Well, they were pounding. <laughs> they were, the, the, you know what? <laughs> Touche. They were. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Who gives a shit? I mean, honestly, who cares? I say <laughs> I say wrong things all the time. It doesn't really matter. That's what makes this even funnier because the stuff just literally rips off my. <laughs> it just, uh, ripped off why? Well, we're gonna, where are we going with this? Right out of my mouth. We know. Listen, this is a, is a very simple game. I picked Michigan because of the physicality, the defense. This was a team that was the best football team in the country. No one wanted to admit it because they thought, oh, this, uh, they're cheating. This, that, they haven't played no one. Listen. They had the best offensive line, one of the best offensive lines in college football. They had a two-headed monster in the beginning of the season with Donovan Edwards. You know they lost their best center, to their best lineman yeah. too, in Ohio. Minter, yeah. the kid Minter, yeah, Zach right. Minter. I mean. Yeah, no, absolutely. Their defense was stout. They, they had talked about it. Joe Clyde, you know, we watch Colin Coward a lot. Joe Clyde was on the show every Wednesday, like 1 o'clock, they always talk. And he was talking about at least 15 to 18 guys on this Michigan team were going to be drafted in this year's NFL draft class. And that's probably the truth, and, that, and that's – you look at Washington; it's not the same. You don't have, you don't have that same type of talent. They're really good. Washington was really good. The only yeah. way Washington was really going to win is if Michael Penix, who was we thought was the best player coming into this um, championship game, if he played like he did in the semifinals against Texas. But he was under duress all game. He had no opportunity really to settle his feet. He looked so uncomfortable in the pocket. I wrote in our CMG podcast, CRG group, they're like, "Listen, he was under pressure all night." He, you watch his, his. Um, his fundamentals as a passer, he throwing his hips. He never turned the hips, never flew with throwing off his back foot. He just didn't look comfortable. And then, of course, they couldn't get any running game, so it put all the pressure on Penix. And that offense line, who was the best offense line, voted as the best offense line in college football this year, got taken to the, behind the woodshed by Michigan's defensive line. Michigan did, really did not have to blitz. And and they were yeah, able to play. That's the they thing were able was, to play coverage. Now listen, well, that's the thing that was so fascinating about that team, about that defense last night is that the disguises that they were throwing at this offense left and right. They were rushing four. They were bringing four to the strong side at times. I was watching film earlier on Get Up and just seeing the different and give credit to these coordinate the defensive coordinators. I forgot what his name was for Michigan. And then the kid that's I also Mike, in Baltimore. No, I think it's, it's Mike Minter. And, then, uh, yeah, and, then and I think about I think about Baltimore. They kind of run a very similar defensive scheme. Do you know who the like defensive what, coordinator is? Yeah, he used from to Michigan. he used to coach for Michigan. I know. McDonald. Isn't it McDonald? Yes. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to say is that this defense and the thing that didn't help actually also Penix isn't a double is a dual threat guy. He's a guy that likes to stay in the pocket, and if he has to make move, if he has to extend plays and get out, he'll do it. But majority of the time, he likes to sit, stay in the pocket, set his feet, and make. Could never throws. do that go, all night. Yep, go watch the Texas game. That's why Texas game. He was he literally looked like a Hall of Famer. Like book him into the Hall of Fame. The way he was making his throws accurate, precise. Last night, I know that he was like, oh, he wasn't accurate. Well, that's because pressure. That's what pressure and that's what it doesn't. You don't have to have sacks to have success as a defensive line. If you're getting pressure and you're getting to the quarterback and you're missing throws like Penix was to his guys throughout that game, then you did your job. Now, there were some there were some opportunities. I mean, you listen, you can tell by watching the first half of the game that Michigan was the more dominant team. Now, yeah. there was opportunities for Washington to get back in the game. They had a Dunzier down the sideline. Penix missed them, had him wide open, missed him over the. He missed a couple throws, bro. Yeah, there he, was the whole, he just there was didn't look holding, himself. There was holding late in the fourth quarter when they were down seven. But give yo, but Ted, you got to give credit. That's all credited yeah. to Michigan. Well, listen, they deserved it. They're the best team. They won fifteen. No, they they took care of business against Penn State. They took care of business against Ohio State. They took care of against Iowa, Alabama, and then they took care of business in Washington. And they were dominant. And you I'm know, not going to play. And I'm not going to play this where game. I thought Washington could have had an opportunity to make a run. They were down. Well, it was a touchdown seven. game until and the Michigan fourth quarter, really, bro. Michigan was kind of just sitting on it and milking the clock and really wasn't doing anything explosive. No, JJ no, McCarthy that's really, not true, Ted. That's uh, not JJ McCarthy true. didn't do anything. Listen, they didn't do any type of big pass, and JJ McCarthy really didn't do anything to exploit Washington's pass defense. Oh, I get that, but Ted, there was a time like you were just saying. There was a time that you were just saying that Washington was down. Seven, 20 to 13, going into the fourth with nine minutes left. They were shutting down that run game for a period of that of portion yeah, but that's of that second. Portion, did you see the stat? Twice. Hold on. Did you see that stat that Michigan averaged yards per rush in the first quarter was 19 yards? And then, yeah, then in the second and third quarter, it was yeah, it was 4.2 4 and then 4.4. 4. 4. Yeah, I don't even know what the third, I don't know what the fourth quarter was. So there. Washington did their part. It was just their offense, their go-to, their the one that got them there. To be honest, 
just didn't have the flashy plays, didn't wasn't able to fin- get off anything. Dylan Johnson being hurt was a huge loss they for them. I know, I know he played, but you could see that man was just oh, playing yeah. through absolute pain and agony. And that Michigan team went after them. They hit him, they punched him in the mouth, and Washington really didn't have really had no time to recover. Well, and then the, the, Penix was 27 51, 53 percent, 255 51 yards. times. That's I don't like that. Well, listen, you, I felt that if they were going to win, he was going to have to. I showed you last night when um, they were doing like the over unders, I knew he was going to throw the ball 40 between 40 and 50 times because I didn't think Washington was going to be able to run the ball consistently enough. I thought they would try to run it, and you yeah. just want to make the defense respect your running game. So, but once Dylan Johnson, I mean, listen, I told you last week when he got hurt, the coach screwed that up. I don't understand what, and he almost blew the game too. The, well, he was beyond the, oh, yeah. beyond the point. They couldn't run the ball. They had mm-hmm. they could not run the ball, which didn't make Michigan's defense honest whatsoever. So you listen now. You just play coverage. You play your schemes. You throw your blitzes. Plus, there was multiple times where they were only rushing three or four, and their D linemen were destroying the Washington offensive line, literally just running them over. And listen, I feel bad for Penix. He really had no chance last night, and he was he like you said, Trev. He was beaten up. He didn't have the athleticism to like what we're used to seeing. Well, he really doesn't have the athleticism. He's like a two. Like you said, Ted. He ran against Texas when he had to. Ted, he's like a two. You said it. Like he's like a two. Yeah. And and last night proved where he's really good. He's deserving to be a first-round pick, but he should not be in the top five. Should not Mm. be in this top five pick. He should be anywhere from 10 10 to 20. Unless, unless you know someone wants to trade up for him at eight or nine or whatever, but we're He's, still a long way from that. Yeah, one of the teams that I would probably mention, and depending on what they do this offseason, if they already have a quarterback before the draft, is the Atlanta Falcons. They have a lot. They have the offensive line. They got the weapons. He'd be a good fit there. But if he has to go to a team like the Giants or something, just hypothetically, because the Giants are looking well, for he a could quarterback. Daniel Jones. It is true, but you don't want to put him. You don't want to put any of these quarterbacks in a situation where they're going to go be Bryce Young. And the Carolina Panthers, to be honest, because well, right now that's that's a disaster. No one, no one expected that. I don't think Carolina expected that when they drafted Bryce Young. No, well, you have an idiotic maniac yeah. like David Tepper. That's what's going to happen. Ted, I want to ask you quick before we get into the NFL. I wanted to ask you because it's the big question. Well, yes, he's is leaving. the hoodie and yeah, the glasses and the yeah. khakis going to be back in college football next year or? No. Is he going to be playing coaching on Sunday? Well, he's going to the NFL. He's 60 years old. You got to strike while the iron's hot. This is the best time for him. It's going to be a bid in war. He's going to be able to name his price. Okay. And if he doesn't want to pay, he could he can bargain. I mean, Michigan, they've already say, given him a huge lucrative deal. Because okay. I mean, Michigan, they can be like, hey, what are you going to bring Michigan? What are you going to pay me? Listen, this is the NFL. You very he did what he promised Michigan fans. He brought him back to prominence. He's 40 and three in the last three seasons. All right. Yeah. They've been to three straight bowl championships. They have a national championship. He's beaten Ohio State, what, three years in a row? You know, it's he's brought them to a respect of. Um, no, he's brought them back to relevancy, re- back to power, back to. Well, being I, I heard a stat today that Michigan had not won an uh, actual national championship solely. Yeah, because they split with, uh, I guess, Nebraska in 97. 1948. It was like 1948. Yeah, they, Bo Schembecker never won a national championship for Michigan. So all these split, great things, they so split, all these great individual things, never yeah. did. Arbol, 15 and 0, most wins for a Big Ten team, brought Michigan to prominence. They were the most dominant team. They've been one of the most dominant teams. He's done everything he's needed to do. There's nothing more for him to do at Michigan. All right. He, he go to the pros. Go take go, go. This is where now you want to you want to conquer your ultimate goal, right? You know, everyone wants to be a professional at something. Well, go back to where you were great once for the San Francisco 49ers. There's a lot of great jobs out there. There's a lot. Of, we don't know what's going to happen with the Patriots. We don't know what happened with the Beers. There's already I six. Say there's a, I want to say there's a lot of great jobs. Well, listen, any opportunity. There's a few. There's a few. Yeah. I want to say great. I would, I, say, say I would say at least three or four. And I think you start with the Chargers as a definite number one. I think the Chargers easily because they have the quarterback. That makes that make, That's your first problem. And that everyone's trying to solve. So they have the quarterback and he's already pressed his love for um, Justin Herbert. He, he talked about Justin Herbert years ago, how much he loved Justin Herbert. Thing. They have talent on the thing. They have a top five pick. They could trade back, get more assets. They're in a little cap salary thing where I think they need a critique, but you look at the West now, 
Denver's in flux. Don't know what's going to go on with that in Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. The Chiefs look old, so this might be a perfect time for the Chargers to strike. Raiders don't have a coach. He does have some connections with the Raiders, too, as well. Problem is they don't have a quarterback, so... You know that that's a question, but you know Al Davis. But that's a team that that's you a know team Al that's Davis wo- loves to make a big kind of. Yeah, that's a team that yeah is willing to go make a splash. The, I wanted to make one more point about. Trip, I would say hold on, and you said to me before I would have said Washington because they have the number two pick because you have uh, Josh Harris, the new ownership, Washington plus his family. Family, you're close. You're in that Maryland area. You know what I mean. Him, brother, Washington wouldn't have to wouldn't have to play his brother all the time unless they made it no, to the Super Bowl. And then I think I think the third, which is not talked about, he's still a coach. Would be Eberflus if Chicago. He played for Chicago. Um, you yeah. know they have the number one pick. He could have the number one pick and the number nine pick. You know you could trade back if you like Fields. He could take Caleb. He can go get another receiver at nine. Go get another piece. Trade back. They got a lot of salary cap space. You know, they have some pieces there for him to be successful. And you look at that division, that's a winnable division. You are listening to people that are watching right now. You're listening to Keys to the City. You can subscribe, comment, like, share. And we're on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So check us out. I just want to make one final point about Michigan winning the national championship. And I think Hardball, I think Hardball is going to do it. He finally got the job done in Michigan. Michigan might take the big hit. Me personally, whatever. They won a national championship. That's what he ultimately wanted to do. He did it. Now go back and try to, like Ted said, conquer that next goal and winning a Super Bowl. And for everybody I want to say, oh, well, Georgia, I just hate when people do that. Can we just – I mean, I know I said it to you last night. I was like, oh, imagine if Georgia was in or someone. But they have their, I they take that – I, exactly. I take that back because they had their shot. They were the number one team. They played Bama. They lost straight up on the field, so they weren't one of the four best teams. So stop with this. Oh, if we had Georgia against Michigan, they probably wouldn't have won. Just stop with the bullshit. It's over with. National championship is belonging and you know what's to what? and the Michigan Wolverines. Do I, do I hate it? Of course. I'm an Ohio State guy. I don't want to see Michigan win. But like I said and how we started the show, I've been suffering for the past couple of years with my sports teams. Ted, i got to ask you a question straight up. Why do I suffer? Why am I suffering? You're my be- you're my best friend. You're my brother. You know me better. I want to say you know me better than everybody, anybody. But why am I suffering so much with sports? Please help me. Well, you act like I mean, at the end of the day, we're the same sports fans. Yeah, Maybe. but we're very different. Yeah. We do not. Yeah, not we might sports. be brothers, well, and we're not. Be- I mean, you're but we're Ohio different State in our predictions. I'm a Florida Gator fan. No, but I'm asking, why am I suffering? Well, because you have bad picks. You're a bad picker. Pick, I'm not pick. a bad picker. You're a bad picker. That's why when we go grocery shopping, I used to pick out the fruits and veggies because you don't. You know, oh, Ted know. picks out the fruits and veggies. We really know why you picked out this stuff. Kids looking at prices. Oh, that's a come on, bro. Don't no, play that. Don't play. Don't play that bullshit. No, no, no. Price you gotta look and check the fruits and vegetables. Make oh, sure yeah, not. but we know what you really looked at. when you. The reason me and you when we go shopping when we were going shopping, and I was living with you. Is because of the fact I just buy anything. I want to pay for my buck. You're like, oh no, nickel and dime them. We got a nickel strat- and dime. strategy, bro. Strategy. Yeah, it's called the cheap strategy. Oh, it works. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes no, it I does. I, listen, I, I don't look at Ohio State as a failure. I know you're talking about. Them, Are you kidding me? I, listen, I get it. Everyone expects the Yankees failed. The Giants failed. Buckeyes failed. The Lakers look like they're failing right now. Like the Rangers, thank God for the Rangers. Because if it wasn't for the Rangers, Duke isn't playing up to standards. Like, why? You got why, you got why, is, why is God do why are the sports gods doing this to me? That's all I want to know. Did I do anything? Did I do yeah. something wrong? Yeah, you did. You did a lot of things wrong. Oh, and you know what makes it worse? I'm so glad I just thought it because you started laughing. You know what makes it worse? Then I heard to, had to hear my brother last night say, <laughs> as he was laughing, mind you, oh, watch the Dallas Cowboys might win. Why? Why would you say that? Like, why the hell would you say that to me? You know that the biggest fear in my life outside of Sharks is seeing the Dallas Cowboys win a Super Bowl. If the Dallas Cowboys win a Super Bowl and we're watching that game, I don't even know if I'm watching the game. All I know is I'm going to drink a lot and I'm not going to be able to function watching that game because I do not need to see the Dallas Cowboys in the Super They do. I don't know what I'm going to do. 
Eventually just, it's going to happen. Huh? Eventually it's going to happen. But why would you say it last night, too, after Michigan <laughs> won? After Michigan won, you're like, oh, watch. Dallas is going to go win the Super Bowl. I'm like, what? No, I didn't I say they're going to win the Super Bowl. Ted, I you know how we feel about Dallas. I said they would play in the Super Bowl and lose. We know how we feel about Dallas, Ted. I know. Bills, well, Bills would beat them again. We just, what do you mean again? Not in the like Super Bowl. They haven't like never done. Like never, did yeah, never, never did no, it in the like Super Bowl though. It's like a whole different ball game. Like they did in the regular season. All Baltimore. All I know that, is Ted. That would be a good matchup. Baltimore, Lamar versus Dallas. All I know is Ted. We are three. We're like four weeks away from possibly my biggest fear. All right, Dallas. whatever. Why, why is it always whatever? I gotta hear you. I gotta, I gotta hear you complain and bitch and moan. But when when Trev comes out and says it, I just want to know why the sports gods are uh, making me suffer. Speaking of the playoffs, we just talked about the college football playoff, and sadly, college football has come to an end. And we will see the boys of fall back in September, hoping for bigger and better things from Ohio State. Yeah, and we'll have the twelve team playoff next year. And we're gonna have a twelve team playoff. So for all the people that have been complaining. If you find a way to complain next year, you're the problem. Well, that will have that. Plus, you'll have all the redivision. I mean, think about it. last night was the end oh of the. Oh my god, pack. the big the Big Ten is going to be. I mean, you're having a rematch next year, October fifth. Michigan the the, travels the to Seattle. At the end of the Pac-12, you'll have the Big Ten big. You have the SEC with Alabama. I mean, uh, excuse me, Oklahoma and Texas. You had all those new teams in the ACC. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, listen, and then the Big Twelve, they got their team. So it's going to be really interesting. Oh I'm really kind of excited because I think you're going to get be- – we're going to get more consi- – you know, like when we talk about the regular season, you and me were like always looking like, ah, oh, what's the good games this weekend? Look at the Big Ten. Every weekend you're going to have – Star-studded two- games. Every week, every weekend you're going to have – Oregon, Washington, USC, UCLA, all well, playing mean, in the – all yeah. playing in these I mean, Big Ten games. USC, uh, Michigan, Washington, USC, Ohio State, all these other teams, you know. What I mean, you're gonna have the, re- and then you have the regular Big Ten matchups, which are always exciting. Hopefully, I'm curious to see how they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna doing the divisions anymore, right? They're doing two. I'm curious to see how they're gonna split this division because can we please make one each of these I divisions they did equal? They did do that. Fun fact for you, Ted: the four-team college football playoff started with a Big Ten champion. It will end with a Big Ten champion as we transition to the 12-team playoff. Speaking of playoffs, while Ted is looking through to see all that information, the NFL playoffs, we have our we have the final 14. Next year is going to be 12 in the college football playoff. Well, we got 14 now in the NFL. And it's been wor- it's been pretty good since I I think it's been a success since this 14 teams playoff has kind of been introduced to us. In the NFL, yeah. When you look at these players, one one conference top overall two. Twenty twenty one will conclude with an annual Big Ten championship. We'll feature the top two teams in the overall conference. That's what I thought. That's what I thought they were going to do. Winner earning a Big Ten championship. Yep. So they they're they kept a lot of the same rivalry games. They kept those good. You know that we had the Illinois Northwesterns, Illinois Purdue, so Michigan, Michigan State. So you still have all those Oregon, Washington, UCLA, USC. Forgot UCLA too. I told you that. So, but I mean, you look at let's see next season. Who yeah, they that? ordered they add they Michigan added you. the season. What they got? We're not going to go through a college football schedule right now. Well, I mean, why not? As you look, I'll talk. We'll do that. It's good when Ted's. When well, Ted they, I mean, uh, they Illinois, Indiana. Re- Ted, this is a, ladies and gentlemen. This is a. Re- I should put this as breaking news. Rare sighting. Ted is reading right now. Ted is reading. Yeah, kiss my ass. Yeah, <laughs> you like that one. <laughs> I mean. I mean, Ohio State next year. Let's see. They, oh, they start off with uh, Michigan State first week of the season. Good. That's a win. Yeah, then they got – All I know is if Ryan Iowa, Day doesn't Oregon, get to winning Nebraska. a national championship, he's gone next year. They got an easy schedule next year. Great. They're probably the tough teams they, they play Michigan, Penn State, and Oregon. That would be cool. tough. Those are three games that could be Michigan all losses. Has, Michigan, Michigan's got USC, Minnesota, Washington, Oregon – so well, they won their national championship, so who cares? They won a national championship. When you're the, best, no, there's, you're the best, play the best. That's it. There's no when better you're feeling. You're the second best. There's yeah. no better feeling in the world to call yourself a champion, and the Michigan Wolverines are, unfortunately, national champions. Ted, you just said playing the best versus the best. Well, you're going to get the 14 best teams in the NFL playing for a right at a Super Bowl champion. And it starts our championship. It starts this weekend. And oh my goodness, if you're if you're a fan of storylines, 
if you're a fan of just matchups, then the NFL has got you covered this weekend. <laughs> you got matchups, you got storylines. The return of Matthew Stafford going to Ford Field to play and Jared Goff. Jared Goff versus Matthew Stafford. What a matchup that's going to be. Tyree Kill going back to Arrowhead. I mean, Mike McCarthy versus the Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys, a legendary rivalry. I mean, what else do we need? What else do you need to watch this weekend? If you're a football fan, just sit your ass down, 4 o'clock, and enjoy the Houston Texans against the Cleveland Browns, which might be the most interesting matchup of the of the weekend because what Houston team is going to show up? Is it, this, is it this team that's led by, at one point, an MVP candidate in C.J. Stroud? Or is it going to be the team that got shellacked by these Cleveland Browns a couple weeks ago? I get it. C.J. Stroud wasn't playing in that game. But Mr. Joe Flacco, 38 years young. Boy, oh boy. Ted, let's get into it. Let's talk. We're going to try to come back and make our predictions and talk a little more down the road. But let's get into Let's talk about... Just reading some of the storylines on the ESPN. It said, Broncos... Weave door open for Wilson return on a He says storylines, and he goes to the Denver Broncos. I don't want Saints, to talk about nine. I'm not talking Saints, about nine playoff Saints, teams. Saints players back with we Wilson. Talk, we will talk non-playoff teams later after the season. Yeah. They're not in the playoffs. Well, that even includes our New York football giants. We will be talking about them down the stretch unless something happens. Oh, that's another thing. It continues. The Giants are just back to being chaos. Thank you. Football supposedly Wink supposedly Wink has not filed for res- resignation. It's it's it looks like a shit show right now. We got to figure it out because oh, I can't, okay, here we go again. Like we already just had ten years of suffering. We need another. Like come on, yeah, whatever. Dead dark horses. Like I know that there's the favorites, 49ers and the Ravens, overwhelming favorites in their conferences. But we've seen in the past couple of years, we saw the Tennessee Titans get to an AFC title game. We saw this Cincinnati Bengals. It's been it's been unique because most of the time we've seen teams that play in the wild card sometimes get to the Super Bowl and make a deep run. When you look at these matchups, you look at these teams right now on paper. Takes take health. Got to you got to put in the health debate. Do you see any dark horses in the AFC, or if you see somebody maybe in the NFC? I think the obvious ones for me would be the Browns and the, and the uh, Rams. I think because the Browns' defense can carry them to the conference championship if they win. This do you week, not give credit? Do you not think Flacco can do it? Because oh, he's been, yeah, he's been he's there. Eight, he's also thrown eight picks too. So as much as we praise how well he's played and throwing the ball over the field, he's also had a mo- multiple turnovers in the short. It's part of the game. Played in, he's had eight turnovers. So mm-hmm. you know you take the good with the bad. But that defense. Is legit. And that defense we've seen before can carry a team to the Super Bowl. Are they good enough to get the Super Bowl? I don't think so. I just don't think missing guys like Nick Chubb and their two offensive tackles and the players that they already have that are on the IR that are not going to participate in this playoffs. Just think it's going to be too much for them to overcompensate. But can they beat the Texans? Yeah. Could they then play the Ravens and you play your division rival? Now I get it. You got smoked earlier this season in Baltimore. Second game, you were down two touch, two or three touchdowns, and Deshaun. That's when Deshaun went fourteen for fourteen, and came back, and the Browns beat Baltimore. But actually, his last game this season. But with yeah, with that being said, though Joe Flacco would not be scared of the moment. So you'd have a quarterback, and I don't think the team would be because you know what it's like to play your division rival. So can you I imagine think- that matchup in the second round? We we get to see Flacco returning to Baltimore and playing and hit, and he, and at an AFC title out. game. And let's be honest, Cleveland's already going to have a game under the belt, a little pressure taken off. Baltimore is going to be But off. that's the thing. We keep talking oh, about Cleveland. Lamar, yeah, Lamar's going to be off what for about, three weeks. Is he going to come out rusty at all? Is there going to be any extra pressure on Lamar? Is Baltimore going to fail like they did a couple years ago? Yeah. When they lost to the Titans in the divisional yep. round. And we saw the Titans a couple years ago lose to the Bengals, uh, being, having the buys and all that other stuff. So we've seen this before. Yeah. And, then the, and then the – Excuse me. And then the NFC, I think it's the Rams. You know, you, you told me a stat yesterday, and then I heard it again today. When Puka, Cup, Kyron Williams, and Stafford all play, they're 6-2, and two, and they average 29.5 points a game. And four, over they're, 400 they're yards. They're a dangerous team. They can score points. Now, I get it. Their defense is not as dominant as it once was, but they have a match. But neither is Detroit. No, exactly. And you play Detroit, and Detroit hasn't has never really been here. All right. And you get Stafford, Redemption, you know, and he's loved in Detroit. So I think that's this, that might be the most exciting game of the weekend, a game I'm really looking forward to. And it could be a, a 40 40 game. I could see both teams scoring back and forth. 
with both offenses. Now, I and we'll see what happens with Laporta. It doesn't look like he might play Sundays. That could be a huge hit for Detroit. Yeah. Considering he was one of the best tight ends in all football this season. Yep. And, you know, then they get to the second round. If they're playing, you know, if they have to go to San Francisco, they've already played San Francisco. They know them well. They, we know the history of that, fran- so, that rivalry. You know, so. that just that just makes everything that much more interesting. And like we said, I think the narrative on Purdy is still out where I think we all like Purdy. We know he's good. But last year, it, he didn't do too much in the divisional round against Dallas. So is he re- – and, you know, is he is he ready to really take this team to the next level? Yeah. You know, God forbid the Rams jump on San Francisco and it's 14 nothing or 14-3. Is Purdy ready to drive them back? Because Purdy's a much different quarterback when he's playing. And what was that say? And Kyle, and Kyle Shanahan when he's trailing. His record is – I forgot. It's a losing record. It's not oh, – yeah, I forgot record. what it was, but it's, it's not – double I, digits or something. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not – I mean, yeah, he's not – I mean, I can look it up while you're talking. It's like there's the matchups. Like I'm gonna. T- so the reason why I'm not gonna go with what you said is the fact that I agree with what you said. I'm not gonna continue to just continue what you well, I, I, because no, I agree. I'm not gonna put the Bills in anymore because they're a two seed and the Lions were the other team, but they're a two a three seed. So I don't consider them a dark horse. I consider a team like the Browns a dark horse, a wild card team. The Rams a dark horse because the Rams. They have the experience. They, I know the defense. I just don't think the Texans are ready yet. Their defense is completely young, and I get it changed and stuff. But that offense, when they got that big four going, that's an offense that's going to be hard to get off the field. And then the Browns, that's a that's a defense that those offenses don't want to deal with. They want to be off the field because of how good it is. They are different at on the road than they are at home. So that's another big thing. And that matchup. I mean, right off the bat, you're playing Houston and Cleveland. I mean, that's a matchup that either way can go. I'm going to go to a, a different point about this weekend. There's two teams that are going to have, if they both lose, that are going to have to deal with a lot of criticism, a lot of questions, and a lot of uncertainty going into next year. And there were two teams that had their so-called divisions wrapped up, and they blew well, both. Both could have won the number one seeds if I think this is where you're going. And with. I think you know who I'm talking about. It's the two Alabama quarterbacks and the team down south in the 305, and the team up north in good old brotherly love. The Philadelphia Eagles have gone completely 360. They look like the worst team going into this playoffs right now. And then the Miami Dolphins, once again, prove to you and to everyone else. Why they are still the Miami Dolphins and will never be taken serious until they win games like they should have on Sunday night. So, Ted, when you see these two matchups, I mean, good luck to Miami going to Kansas City with zero degree weather, going against the defending champs. And then that Monday night game, that's another game that could be a toss up because how bad Philly is playing. I'm not worried about the weather for Miami. What I'm worried about is the two week, the week, two week points on Kansas City is their offensive tackles. And the problem is both of the pass rushers that are legit for Miami are out for the season. And Jalen Phillips, excuse me, and yep. uh, Bradley Chubb. So it's not like they can take advantage of that. Because here's the thing. you got the two quarterbacks in Ramsey and Howard. You still, you still have a really good defense. But the pass rusher guys that you were hoping for are not there. So you can't capitalize on Kansas City's weakness. Yeah. So – so that puts a little bit more pressure on the defense. I'm not worried about the cold. Whatever they'll figure it out. Forget about and, the cold. And, and, what and about to, what the, about? Forget about the cold. The big question. What about Tua? Because if he struggles and he plays like, like fifty fifty, like average, are you willing to go give up a lot of money? For, I get it. He had twenty nine touchdowns. He had the four, fourteen picks. He had the solid numbers. A lot of passing yards. Played in every it. game. He played in every game. I get it. He stayed healthy. But when you look at the games, just look at the schedule and 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 just look at what, who he had to play with. Well, I mean, he was playing one of the – he had one of the easiest schedules. And the game – the one game that he won that was a meaningful game this year was on Christmas Eve. And they just got by by beating Dallas. Other than that, they've gotten – rematch. This is a rematch from Germany. Yeah, they played Germany. They lost to the Chiefs in Germany. Yeah, they but got that's their asses kicked by Philly. They got their asses kicked by Buffalo and Buffalo. They lost to Buffalo again. They got their they got demolished by the Baltimore Ravens. All the they, games that they've played that they were meaningful. Dallas, Dallas they, probably could've, could've, that was the one game. That's why I said the one game that they won, they probably should have lost. So, like Tua, if he plays average again, are you going to give him two hundred million dollars? 
not two hundred million dollars, but they're probably well. Realistically, you have to look at the Ted. You got to look at the market now, man. Quarterbacks are getting huge contracts. Yeah, look at the Daniel Jones contract. That's I get it, but two is better than Daniel Jones. Yes, but that's where the money's got to start. At least forty million dollars a year. You're gonna have Justin Fields probably on the market. Are you? Willing are, to fork Kirk over that much money for a Kirk guy Cousins. that's an injury away, possibly from injury, or just not good enough to win you a Super Bowl? What about Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins just, said he. Kirk Cousins came out today and said he money's not an option. I him. saw that. That it's not an option. Yeah. I saw that. He like he's made enough money. Like he said, um, what did he say? I think it was like making sure the organization is like with it. They got all their chips in line. You know what I mean? Like they got. But that might be who Tua is. He's just a left-handed Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Imagine, well, Kirk Cousins. I could see my Kirk Cousins playing for Miami. Imagine him in Miami. I but that's what I'm, I don't. I don't see no difference. I see a left-handed to uh, Kirk see Cousins. Doesn't get hurt. He's better, healthier, and he's and he's. I I would take Cousins over Tua. Absolutely. It depends on. I mean, for that team specifically, I feel like. I don't know. I feel like Tua is more, more with that offense. I think McDaniel's. I don't see Kirk Cousins fitting that offense. I just. Oh, I don't. Quick, smart Kyle Shanahan. It's same offense, Kyle I Shanahan. I just feel like that's that would be – I don't see any improvement. But, but where is Mike McDaniel from? The Kyle Shanahan thing. Kyle Shanahan and Kirk Cousins yeah. over Washington. All I know is I – mean, Here's, that, the, here's they, the thing. Here's, here's something we haven't really talked about. What if the 49ers lose in the divisional round to the Rams? Yeah. And then, and then you know, you're, the Rams are playing the Cowboys or whoever or something. The well, are the Rams going to beat the Lions? Well, I don't know, but I'm saying, what if, what, whatever, say, what if, what if the 49ers lose and Purdy doesn't play well? 49ers going to ride with Purdy. 100% agree, bro. Again next season, like, hey, listen, we've already proved it once. We can find a quarterback. I think we, I think we as fans and people in the media need to really use the term elite lightly. Well, no one's saying he's elite. Well, I'm just saying for a lot of these quarterbacks. Because you really just see, like, there's a huge gap and a huge difference from the elites, like. I know that people might freak out, but Jalen Hurts is not an elite quarterback. And I've been saying this. This is what happened in Alabama. Everything was going perfectly. And then all of a sudden, something started to, you know, wasn't working the same. And then he got got benched by Tua. And he went to Oklahoma. And he was amazing there. I get it. And then he got his asses kicked to a team that was all-time in the LSU Tigers. But then he went to Philly, had an amazing year last year because everything was perfect. Offensive line was unbelievable. The defensive line was unbelievable. The linebacking crew was unbelievable. Their secondary caused turnovers, led the league in sacks. Let's let's add to the fact that their offense was one of the best in football, running the football and passing to A.J. Brown and Dallas Goddard and Devontae Smith and Miles Sanders who had his best year last year. When you put all of that together, everything works perfectly. But now you're really starting to see it all open up. And then you watch Jalen Hurts play. And I get it. Look, A.J. Brown played. A.J. Brown has played. Jalen Hurts hasn't looked good. And now people – I know people are going to be like, oh, Daniel Jones got a bad contract. Jalen Hurts is about six or seven games away from people saying, yikes. Good luck to Philly getting out of that contract. Because that's a two hundred and fifty million dollar quarterback right now. It's not one hundred and forty, and we need to stop people thinking that Jalen Hurts is an elite quarterback. Because I also think he's a little beat up though too. I get it, but he's not. But Ted, Ted, come on, he's not an elite quarterback. You taking him over Dak? I'll take Dak over Jalen Hurts. Wow. Right now. right now, right now, that's why I said Dak is the best NFC quarterback right now in the league. In the NFC, right, in the NFC. right now, I, I would take. Sta- I, would I would still. Ta- I would take Stafford. I would put Stafford two. I would take Stafford then one. I would take up. yes. I would take Jalen Hurts four. Then I would no, take then- I would take yeah, Jalen. That's what I'm saying. You, you just named four quarterbacks that really aren't in the elite category. So where's Jalen Hurts then? Well, right now, his play right now, but he's he's not an elite quarterback. I never consider him elite. He's a very good quarterback. But this whole he's, this whole year, I get it. He, I, I know my our boy. I know our hold on. I know our boy Patty Herbert as elite. I I'm not. I, I know. 
listen, talent-wise, he's like a couple guys always say, like our buddies from uh Andrew from Randall's, they always say, like, he's always want to talk about Herbert Lee. Like, what's he won? Never won. Talent-wise, he's got all the elite talent. Yeah. And I listen, I get it. He hasn't same won thing shit. at Oregon. The same thing at Oregon, if though. Ask, if you ask majority of the NFL GMs and people that run the personnel that are much smarter than us, I'm sorry, but Herbert would be one of the top five quarterbacks taken in the league. If they had a fantasy draft, he would be one of the five best top quarterbacks. Sorry, he would be. Mahomes would probably be one. Two would be Josh Allen. Three would probably be Burrow. Four would probably be Lamar. And five would probably be Herbert. No, he wouldn't. Who, who's, who am I missing? C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud's not getting taken above Herbert. I would take C.J. Stroud and Josh Allen. Those would be my two quarterbacks I'd build my franchise around. No, but I'm saying, if you had a fantasy draft, Mahomes would go one. Josh Allen would go two. Burrow would go three. No, Josh Allen would go one. Josh Allen would go one. He'd go two. Telling you people would take Josh Allen has more rushing touchdowns. That's why. It doesn't matter. People are going to tell you. If you ask anyone in the NFL, they'll all take Mahomes. Everyone. I'll take take my chances with Josh Josh Allen. Josh Allen has too many turnovers. Who cares? Joe Burrow Burrow goes three, maybe, and I would take Joe Burrow two. I would take Joe Burrow over Josh Allen and probably Mahomes. Healthy, sorry, I would. Lamar, I love Lamar. And it's not, and when people like, you think you're not, and I'm not trying to change the conversation, but Lamar, Lamar would go four. Herbert, talent-wise, would probably go five. Stroud, not yet, but he's he's right there. Herbert, uh, Stroud is right there. Do you think I'm crazy to what I just said about Jalen Hurts? I think he's not elite, but he's very good. He's a top-ten quarterback. That's that's a legit quarterback. That's a guy that could bring you to the, to the Super Bowl he did last year. I think right now, I, the, think, I think I also think he is beat dude, up. Dude, they got to Listen, the Super Bowl. First of all, he's physically beat up. Okay, he's you could see it. He's not athletic enough. Like right now, it looks like his legs hurt and everything. Here's the other thing: I think the loss of Shane Steichen to the Colts has been a is a bigger loss than they could have ever. But that's what I'm saying. And look at what Gannon did for the Arizona Cardinals. That's he, what I'm. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Everything makes a big difference. That's big what I'm trying difference. to tell you. Everything was perfect for them last year. But things can change. You can get figure things out. Look at yeah, how everything bad, changed and everything's gone to shit for them. Look how much better Josh Allen's played since Brady. Um, oh my God! Tell me how. Yeah, Joe Brady. Brady. Yeah, Joe Brady. I Joe get Brady. it. The ocean. Look how different. And but that's the realize, whole team. But that's the whole team. Do you realize Josh Allen's numbers? Do you realize Josh Allen's numbers have actually gone down since Brady has taken over? His yeah, because they've become down. they've become more balanced with running the football. But, but the defense has played much better. I get. It. I much, know. Much the secondary's played much better. But the that's what I'm trying to tell you is that everything was perfect. So it doesn't. So it wasn't. It's not all based on the quarterback. Jalen Hurts right now, the defensive line last year was dominant. I don't know where their pass. Everything rush was perfect last year, bro. Listen, that happens though. Look at the Chiefs this year. Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs. How many passes are going to drop? They should. Have, they should be the number one seed. They call half the balls this season. Yeah, but that team. that's not it. That's not a like a. That's just Listen, a. Pro- that's a. Phys- that's a physical problem for them to figure out. That's not anybody else's fault. That's, that's on the play. That's a play. Mess. That's a play. That but that's not on them. That's the player specifically. This is a whole different thing. They're off. I mean, come on, man. Like, if anything, you could say, the Giants look like they were going to playoffs on Sunday. They look like a team that was going to be a wrecking in the you know, NFC that play. Like team that, that whole team looked like they quit. That's a huge deal, bro. Dude, the Giants were up like three touchdowns on the Eagles when the Eagles needed the win. That's to what I'm trying to tell you is and that once it was over, they just said players. Okay. Players look like they're starting to quit, and when a play, when that starts to happen, all but hell you know starts to break maybe loose. This, uh, the only thing I could say as a football guy is maybe this is like okay, everyone's against us, backs against the wall. They have okay, nothing. so they okay, so they survive one more week then. Well, here's the thing: then they go to maybe play Dallas. No, because they probably depending on the, if the Rams yeah. win. If the Rams oh, win, the Rams, Rams yeah. go to, okay. They so they so they're gonna so they're gonna lose to either Philly or San Fran, or they're gonna lose to Dallas or San Fran. Maybe they beat Dallas. You'll be ruined for Hurts. I'm gonna be ruined for none of them. You'll be ruined for Philly over Dallas. I I've know suff- you will. I've suffered enough because I can't win in that situation. That's a loss for me because I can't win in that situation. I rooted for Philly over New England in the Super Bowl. I I voted for New England. I did. I, I don't like Phil. I don't like Philly. I couldn't watch Brady and the Belichick them win another one. It don't matter. The Giants beat them. I don't care. Like I, I love when people bitch and moan about the Patriots. Like oh, I hate Brady. I hate Belichick. I don't really care because the Giants beat them twice. So I don't really care. 
No, it's, oh. it's listen. The weekend should be great matchups, like you said. You started this conversation a long time ago when we got off script, but that's okay. The Texans. What do you mean? We never went off script. Well, we were talking about the Texans Browns yeah, game. Yeah, we're talking shenanigans. Who cares? Miami. So. I think I think all the matchups are great. I think the NFL should be super excited for the weekend. Yeah, I think you got every possible great matchup you could have. I think the only knock on the matchup is the Steelers being in, and I get it, and then being a little beat up, especially with T.J. Watt. I think T.J. Watt would at least give He's the Steelers playing. a chance, but mm. now you can just slide your protection to Highsmith. I don't know what you can make of that offense and Mason Rudolph. Listen, the Bills are waiting for this. Like, this is the thing they waited for. They got the home field. I get it. They're not the number one seed, but they're the two seed. Were they the two seed last year? No. Chiefs were the one, and were they the two? When the uh, Bengals Yeah, they were the two seed. The Bengals are three. Okay, but there's no Joe Burrow, and that's mm-hmm. the thing. Joe Burrow is the only guy that Mahomes and Lamar and everyone should be scared of. He's the only guy in, in that conference that could take them all down. He's not in the. He's am, not I gonna in the have to, am I going to suffer this weekend? So that so, so what I'm saying is, the Bills should easily take care of business against the Steelers like they did during the regular season when they crushed them. Yeah. So they should just take out dominate, and then they get the Chiefs in the divisional round at their place. Something they've been probably licking their whips and drooling like a dog that hasn't been fed in a month, waiting. Or just for- te- or just Ted every five minutes. I wasn't getting. I'm, I'm hungry anyway. So I'm starving right now. But then, I mean, think about it. you would get that rematch. And the way I look at it, I don't know if you joined the CMG thing. We picked the playoff games. I have the Browns winning. I have the Browns winning. I think they find a way to win. Even though I'm kind of rooting for the Texans, I'm rooting for both teams. I think both stories would be great. I'd love to see CJ Stroud in that team and continue the run. But I mean, the Joe Flacco story in the Browns, like, ah, why not? You know what I mean? Uh, Good for the Browns. It'd be awesome. Jermaine, Dave Jermaine, their family's huge Brown fans. Plus, you, you know get who, the. You know who also is a fan of the Cleveland Browns? Who? Our grandfather. Yeah, but that's like a long time. But he was a 49er fan. He was also a 49er fan. He had the 49er too. jacket fan. Now. He but was he a Browns and a 49er fan. Would get, you know, like the Browns Ravens, which I think would be what the NFL kind of wants storyline. Flacco returns home. Then yeah. you get the Chiefs Bills, the matchup you always kind of wanted, but now you get it in the playoffs. Now you get in thing and then you look at the nfc you're like okay what's the best matchups you know i want to see the lions win i want the rematch against dallas and then philly goes to san francisco i won't suffer anymore if the dallas cowboys and the philadelphia eagles are eliminated i won't suffer until they're gone i'm still suffering but jordan love and the packers i'll see that should be an interesting i love it i love it i mean old school i mean old school rivalry jordan love's played really well Jordan Love's playing very well man their defense is going to have to play much better. Zaire Alexander, go get C.D. Lamb, bro. How about they just triple-team C.D. Lamb? Because C.D. Lamb's on another plan right now. So, I Him mean, and Dak are the best duo in football. The best week, duo, that's, I, I that is the Dallas best. On a different level this year. That is the best. What you, away. I was about to in say. Game, you know, in a, I was about to say. Well, you even that, said it. You thought Dallas, this is probably the best team Dallas, even though offensively they're really only C.D. Lamb. Because they don't I have any. I don't, I don't even. I don't Thank want to keep giving them compliments. Give it's opposites. You gotta think opposite, like George Costanza. I will do the opposite. Yeah. Well, what if salad. today I will have chicken salad on rye? What if the bastards actually do though? Lose? No. Win. They win. They just keep winning. Well, I don't know. I think I'm canceling my ticket if they go to the Super Bowl. All right. Oh. <laughs> He's like, whatever. Whatever. Well, let's see if Trev is going to suffer this weekend with sports because right now his teams and his picking skills Suck. have been very, very poor. I'm about to. I got a bad temper, man. I'm about Listen, to lose I, and I, and I, and I look at I'm this about to lose him, man. My temper. Everything he says is angry. <laughs> Trev is an angry, angry. Hey, Trev's an angry, angry man. It's, it's nah, so listen, I'm excited for the weekend. I mean, these as, as much as dude, football, it's playoff time. Again, if we saw anything from that Miami Bills game Sunday night, how exciting that game was, and how it felt like everything that Miami, both teams were giving each, you know, back and forth, a hundred thousand percent ever effort. Excuse me, I think that's is a sign to what we're going to see this weekend in the playoffs. I'm hoping for all great games. I think that's all you can root yeah, for. That's always the hope. It's always the hope. And if you didn't guess what the NFL is going to make so much money because we were talking about think about the other day, how much money is the NFL going to make for people that are going to sign up for Peacock on Saturday night watching? It's a money manager, and they're only, and then you just you you buy it for the month, and then is you it just Peacock for free. No, it's like five ninety nine or now like it's five ninety nine. 
or it's like nine nine. It's like ten bucks for the month. But then you can cancel. You probably get like thirty days free, and then they charge you like the monthly fee for one game. I think Peacock is only airing one game. Yeah, it's the and the Saturday night. No, it's yeah, it's the Chiefs and uh, Miami. But there is another game where they're doing the NBC where they could be on both simulcasts. So you, if you had Peacock, you'd be able to watch it just like NBC. It's a money grab, bro. They're gonna get even Michael K with. They'll probably have. 50,000 to 100,000 people will sign up on Peacock Saturday night just for that game to watch it. And then yeah, a, lot, a lot of the a lot of the uh Taylor Swift fans. Who cares? Who cares, bro? I don't know why it's even a conversation. Who cares? Bring well, them they're going to have they're going to have to watch that's how they're going to have to watch the game. Bring Jay-Z. Bring Eminem 50 cent. Let's go. Bring the whole They posse. should speaking of Eminem, they should do they should do have like a like a concert right before the game, the Detroit game or like him like just Get the crowd going or something. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to see. We're not making any picks. We'll come back and make picks before the play. Yeah, we'll do some Friday, Saturday. We'll put some picks. We'll post them. We'll have some fun with well, it. Well, we always say something, but Ted is. The thing is, here's the thing is, I'm trying to figure out who has the upset. Because there's always could, an upset every could be, year. It could be Tampa. could be Houston. Could is be the Tampa Ra- really an upset as the four seed? The Rams, as I don't really look at the Rams as an upset because I look at the Rams as I would. To- I would say that Houston would be the big upset. Maybe Green Bay. Green Bay, probably, yeah, that would be a huge. Up. They're seven and a half point under though. Actually, Miami. Yeah, but that would be great to see Miami beat Kansas City. But I don't. I don't think that's out of the question. I'm rooting for my. I'm rooting for Miami. Oh, we have to. We got to root for Mom's team. Yeah, um, my, th- my thing was what I was going to say is to finish off as. I wouldn't see it as that big of an upset if the Dolphins won because of this the way the Chiefs have have been this year. But watch the Chiefs will look like the best team they've all seen. <laughs> you know it. They'll they'll look, they'll look like uh, I know. They'll look like the best team. They'll everyone will catch the ball. Kelsey will look like he's ten years younger again. Mahomes will be crowd will be in. The defense will be dominating. Two will look like shit. And then Chiefs will win like thirty to thirteen. Everyone's gonna be hyping up the Chiefs. Like, are the Chiefs back? Are they rolling? Blah blah blah. You, you could pi- you could picture it now on Get Up at eight o'clock. Right. Oh, and, and they're and back. They're up, and then they'll play the Bills, and then they get their smoke. And they get smoke. Well, that's why they play the game. Right, so now, we'll have to see. Fourteen teams left. It is officially go time for the NFL playoffs. College football, hell of a season, finished off. And fashion last night with the Michigan Wolverines winning 34-13 over the Washington Huskies, and Trev continues to suffer with the sports gods. He has that's the matchup of all matchups. Trev versus the sports gods, because Trev is just awful right now. Need some luck, Ted. Need some good luck, Ted. I need your luck. Pass me over some luck. We'll see you next episode. We're keys to the city. We are out. Keys to the City Podcast.